0: What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our Water's Edge online Sunday morning worship experience. Once again, thank you so very much for tuning in hanging out with us today. Let me say this, like I always do, for those of you that continue to like and share these online worship experiences with your circle of influence, thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. It's helping people from all over the place. People are tuning in from all over the place. Also, for those of you that continue to worship with us online through giving and generosity, maybe by meeting our new $10 challenge, thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. Like I always say, you help us love more people, help more people, feed more people, serve more people, minister to more people, shelter more people. You help us be the hands and feet of Jesus to our city and to our community. Well, let me just say this, grace and peace to everyone. Welcome to the Water's Edge. Again, let's start off with some joy. I saw a meme this week on the internet that said this, and I thought it was funny. It said, my problem is I want to follow Jesus, but sometimes I want to slap people too, Sometimes we all feel that way and sometimes we need God to help us. And so today we continue with our current series about how amazing our God is and about how big our God is and what He does in our personal lives and in our groups as community of friends when we worship Him. And this series is called Shaking the Earth. And so remember this today. Let me remind you, in the book of Acts, when the church was first starting off, they were facing harsh persecution and harsh adversity, many times losing their life or getting thrown into prison just for having faith in God, just for loving people and loving God and doing the right thing. And at one time, they were all getting together in the same place, and they were praying together, supporting each other, calling out to God together and worshiping together, and they were asking God to give them courage because they needed courage to still follow Jesus and hold on to their faith in the face of this adversity and uncertainty. And as they're all praying together and worshiping together, Asking God to give them courage to face their pain and to face their challenges and to face this mighty storm. Notice what happens in Acts chapter 4, verse 31. This is going to be our base verse that we come back to every single week. It says, After this prayer and worship time, the meeting place where they were at shook the place where they were meeting and praying and worship began to shake. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they preached the word of God with boldness. So let me point this out. Notice what's happening in their personal lives as they worship Jesus and pray to Jesus and call out to Jesus, but also notice what's going on in their lives as a community group of friends and believers and worshipers as the church, as they're worshiping together. Notice what's going on in their hearts and notice what God's doing. But first, let me remind you of something very crucial that we pointed out last week something from my heart and this is what it is if you're still with me say I'm still with you and remember this today the voices that I let consume my mind will one day control my entire life the voices that I let speak to and fill my mind and be that broken record in my mind over and over again will one day decide where my life ends up if I let the voice of depression consume my mind if I let the voice of anxiety and fear and loneliness consume my mind if I Let the voice of being a victim or my addictions or my excuses fill my mind. Then one day those very same voices are going to consume and control my entire life. And so this is why filling our heart and our mind and our soul with worship is so very crucial. It's so very important to victory, to inner peace, to inner health, and to a joyful and positive outlook on life. Letting worship consume your mind and your heart is crucial to this because when I worship, guess what voice I hear? I hear the voice of Jesus. When I really draw close to Jesus and worship Jesus and call out to Jesus in my personal life and also with my church, with a community group of friends and worshipers and believers, the amazing thing is this. Jesus draws close to me. Jesus surrounds me. And Jesus, his voice turns up in my mind. It pumps up the volume of the voice of Jesus in my mind and it turns down all the other distracting voices in my heart. And so notice that while they're praying together, The walls began to shake, the earth began to shake, the room began to shake, and they were all filled with courage and boldness. They worshipped God so hard together that they shook the earth together earth shakers and we need that today when our hearts are broken that we have a community of worshipers that we can come together with and shake the earth when our hearts are hurting when our hearts have are confused and have questions when our hearts are full of fear when we have victory when we have joys when we overcome our storms or when we're facing our storms that we have a family of worshipers that we can come together with and shake the earth and seek God but again like we asked last week why should we do this Why should we worship God in our personal lives? Why should we come together and worship God together? How does worshiping God help my soul? How does worshiping God help my doubts? How does worshiping God help my adversities and my heartaches and my pain and my loneliness and my storms and my circumstances? How does worshiping Jesus bring balance to my life? How does worshiping Jesus bring balance to my relationships and my emotions and my mind? How does worshiping Jesus bring healing to my soul? Why should we worship Jesus today. Now let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about the difference between looking at yourself in a mirror and then looking at a photo of you, maybe a selfie of you, because honestly, sometimes, let's think about this, sometimes it seems like we look different in a mirror than what we do in a picture of us. For example, have you ever looked in the mirror and thought to yourself, I think I look better in the mirror than I do in that picture? That's a bad picture of me. Don't post that picture of me on social media. I hate that picture of me. I don't like the way I look in that picture of me. Sometimes we look in the mirror and we think, ooh, I I think I look better in the mirror than what I do in this picture. Or have you ever looked at a picture the opposite? Have you ever looked at a picture and thought, ooh, that's a good picture of me, I think I look better in this picture than I do in the mirror. Do I really look better than, than I do in the mirror? Because this picture makes me think that I do. And then sometimes what do we do to our pictures to make ourselves look a little bit better? We have these filters now that we can put on our pictures. And we think these filters filter out all the imperfections. And so it makes us look a little bit different, a little bit better. And we put that picture out there. That's how we want everyone else to see us. When we put the picture out there, that's how we want everyone else to see us. When we look in the mirror, that's how we see ourselves. But when we put those pictures out there, that's how we want everyone else to see us. But let's just talk about a regular, non-filtered picture or selfie of yourself or portrait of yourself. A regular picture with no filter versus how you look in the mirror. Why do you think there's a difference sometimes? Well, this is why, if you're still with me, say I'm still with you. Because when you look in the mirror, that's how you see yourself. But when you look at a picture of yourself, that's how you're seen by other people. So in the mirror, that's how you see you, but a picture is how you're seen. Well, here's another reason why we should worship. Because when we we worship, it's like we take a picture of our soul in our heart. When we worship, it's also like we hold a mirror up to our soul in our heart. Worshiping God is a soul selfie. Worshiping God is a heart selfie. Worshiping God is looking at yourself and your heart and your soul also in the mirror. Because when we worship God, not only Do we see ourselves for who we really are? We become self-aware. We start to lose our selfishness. We become more sacrificial. When we really worship God, it's like we take that selfie picture of our soul and our heart and we see everything that we need to change. It's like we look in the mirror of our heart and our soul and we see what we need to change about ourselves and how we need to transform. But also when we worship, it's also like taking a picture of our soul and we start to see how God God sees us. When we worship, I put myself in front of the mirror and I see myself and how I need to change. But also when I worship, it's like I take a soul picture and I start to see how God sees me. And this is how God sees me. He loves me no matter what. And He's there fighting to pick me back up again and put me on His shoulders and lead me back to joy and lead me back to strength and lead me back to victory. Worshiping is looking in the mirror of your soul and taking a soul selfie. So again, why should we worship Jesus in our personal lives? Why worship? Why should we come together with the church and our groups of friends and gatherings and worship God? Why should we let worship take a picture of our soul and hold a mirror up to our heart? Well, notice a few life-changing reasons and earth-shaking reasons why we should worship God today in our personal lives and also worship God together. The first thing is this, and I wanna teach you a few things today, so if you're still with me, say I'm still with you. Worship has the ability to, to transform us. When we really worship God in our personal lives and together, it has this power to bring transformation to our life. And this is how it transforms us because it brings peace and stability to our mind. And I think we can all agree that when we go through chaos, we need peace and stability in our mind. Romans chapter 12, verse two. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way That you think. We experience this transforming power through worship and it changes the way that we think. Then you're going to learn to know God's will, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Notice what the missionary is saying that our life can be transformed by our thinking being transformed. And what transforms our thinking? By seeking God and worshiping God. Because worship helps you become more self aware. That's how it transforms your thinking. When you become more self aware, you become less selfish. And so you see yourself for who you really are and how you need to change but you also see how God sees you and so you can get set free from that old past guilt and shame because remember the voices that we let consume our mind will one day control our life and so if you let worship consume your mind that it transforms your thinking and transforming your thinking transforms your life and so worship God has a transforming power to it. Next is this another amazing reason to shake the earth in worship. Worship can center your priorities. Worshiping God allows you to focus and refocus on your priorities by knowing that Jesus is our strength when we're weak. It helps us have perspective, and that perspective matters, and it helps us distinguish between what's temporary and what's going to be eternal and last forever, what is fading away and what will never fade away. Worship is transforming us by guiding us to invest our time and our energy in what really matters. Worship guides us to invest invest our time and our energy and our focus in what really matters. And this is what really matters, finding that deeper peace and that deeper intimacy with Jesus Christ, knowing God and making his love known to hurting people. We move on with another amazing reason to worship God. Worship gives us peace in our chaos. Notice this verse today, Psalms 46.1. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. In the midst of life, life's chaos worship becomes a refuge we all know what a refuge is a refuge is a place that you run to for safety in the middle of a storm the next time a major category hurricane strikes southwest Louisiana we're all going to be running and looking for a refuge a place of safety from the storm well the scripture says we face storms in this life and sometimes they're heavy storms and we need a refuge and Jesus is that rock and Jesus is that refuge as we turn our hearts and our minds to God we find comfort Comfort in his presence. The missionary even told the Corinthian church that our God is the God of all comfort who comforts us in every single situation, not just the big situations, not just the big storm, but every single storm. Even when things are chaotic, worship can bring balance to our heart and our soul. Psalms 46 2. Notice the next verse. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam, let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. Do you see the chaos there? Do you see the storm there? Do you see the uncertainty there? Do you see the pain there? Do you see the trouble there? And yet the psalmist still says, I'm gonna worship God and hold on to my God because when I worship, I find my refuge in Jesus. The next thing that worship does for our soul as we shake the earth is this and notice this today. If you're still with me, say I'm still with you. Worship produces gratitude in our life. Worship fosters a spirit of gratitude, recognizing God's love, And seeing God's love and seeing how God sees you, that, that soul selfie can bring contentment to your life. And gratitude and contentment is a key ingredient in living a balanced life in your heart and in your mind. Remember, spirit and truth. We have to worship God in spirit and truth and be balanced. And it helps us appreciate the present moment that we're in. And we're in the presence of God. It takes our mind off of our excuses and places our mind on hope. And love and forgiveness and grace and purpose and significance and second chances and standing back up again and fighting to have a strong faith. The next personal application is this. Worship gives us guidance for decision-making. Seeking God in worship provides a source of guidance. In a moment as we worship, we reflect, we pray, we discern. When I worship, I reflect, I pray, I discern. That's a lost art today. When we draw close to God together, we can help reflect and pray and discern. It's when we look in the mirror and we invite God to take a picture of our soul. By inviting God into your decision making, you align yourself with God's wisdom and God's will. Let me say that again. By inviting Jesus into all of your decision making, you start to align yourself with God's wisdom and God's will. And this is simply God's will. Do be willing to do whatever he leads you to do and do what you already know you should be doing. You say, Tony, what does that mean? It simply means invite Jesus into all of your decision making and that will help you align yourself with his wisdom and his will making sure that you're living a balanced life and the last personal observation that happens to our life when we worship God in a personal way and also with each other is this worship is crucial to building community sometimes when I worship I'm by myself And it's personal. It's just me and God. Just me calling out to Jesus. Seeking Jesus. Being intimate with Jesus. Spending time with Jesus. And I can do that. I can worship Jesus anywhere and at any time. I can worship Jesus in my bedroom. I can worship Jesus in my living room. I can worship Jesus when I'm driving home from work if it's a long drive. I can worship Jesus in the mornings when I'm driving to work if it's a long drive. I can worship Jesus when I'm shopping. I can worship Jesus when I'm fishing. I can worship Jesus on the basketball court. I can worship Jesus in the hallways of the high school. I can worship Jesus at the job site. I can worship Jesus anywhere and everywhere. I can call out to him at any time in a personal way just me and God but also we worship God and we worship God together and we shake the earth together. Worship often takes place in a community setting engaging with other people in our shared passion for Jesus and our shared passion for each other and our shared love for God and this always grows and fosters connections and relationships and friendships that can help you and I when we need love. It can help you and I when we need strength. It can help you and I when we need encouragement. We're there for each other when we need prayer and support and love. If we want to shake the earth, then we have to worship God together. If we want to shake the earth, then we serve God together, rejoice together, praise together, uplift together, encourage together, draw close to God and seek God together one time someone took a picture of me and my son we were in line getting ready to ride a roller coaster and i had to pick jagger up and put him on my shoulders because he was starting to get sick As we were getting ready to leave uh, Disney World, getting ready to leave the theme park, he started to get a fever. It was 102 fever. He felt so sick, and we were in this long line. We eventually had to rush back to the bus, and I was carrying Jagger on my shoulders. And so I have this picture in my phone of me holding Jagger on top of my shoulders. But this is also what happens when we worship God. If we could take a soul picture of our heart, a soul picture of our soul, a soul selfie when we're worshiping God, this is what we would see. We would see Jesus holding us on his shoulders through our storms, through our hurt through our pain, and he's going to carry us the rest of the way. When we need answers, we come together. We worship God. We shake the earth. When we need peace and balance and clarity, we worship God. We come together. We shake the earth. When we need strength and courage and help, we worship God. We come together, and we shake the earth, and he picks us up, and he puts us on his shoulders, and he carries us the rest of the way. The act of worship is not a religious ritual. The act of worship is not a church thing or a traditional thing or a religious thing. It's a personal thing between you and Jesus, and it's a corporate thing between other brothers and sisters in the faith, and it's a powerful catalyst to transform your life. And it enables us to center our priorities Find peace, cultivate gratitude, seek guidance, and build community for our life. And so as we worship together, let's all shake the earth together and help love each other and lift each other up. Thank you so very much for tuning in today. Thank you so very much for sharing this with other people. We absolutely love you. Now remember to stay tuned in for an amazing time of worship from the amazing Water's Edge worship team. We cannot wait to see you back next week, and we love you all.